This is the St. Louis Podcast Network. Welcome to the CNC Golf Factory Podcast on the St. Louis Podcast Network with Kurt Rowe and Kurt Goss III. Kurt Rowe is the Executive Director of the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association in St. Louis. Spalding, this calls for the old Billy Barule. Kurt Goss III is the head PGA professional at the Country Club of St. Albans. Hi, we're short. <laughs> now, it's time for the only podcast dedicated to St. Louis local golf. Let's get into the CNC Golf Factory Podcast on the St. Louis Podcast Network. Welcome on in. It's the CNC Golf Factory Podcast right here on the St. Louis Podcast Network. I'm Andy Hanselman, joined alongside by Kurt Rowe and Kurt Goss. Guys, it's been a couple of weeks. What's going on? How you been? How you doing, Andy? Good. It's good to be back. It's Welcome fantastic back. to be back. Star of the show, Kurt Goss is here, too. How you doing, Kurt? I'm good. Uh, missed you guys. Uh, clearly, uh, things got busy, and uh, um, Rowe was traveling a little bit, and we were wrapping up junior golf, but... Uh, Good to be back, and hopefully our uh, our followers are followers are ready for another episode. So here we our, go. Yeah, as they say in the podcast industry, our batteries are recharged. We're ready for season two, if you want to call it season two. There you go. After the first eleven episodes of season one, <laughs> still hopefully in year one. So with school starting uh, here next week for a lot of kids, is junior golf all done for the year out there at the uh, Country Club of St. Albans? It is. We uh, actually uh, wrapped up this past week. Um, as we tell the parents, just because school starts up and uh, junior golf uh, wraps up, it doesn't mean they can't uh, come out and practice. Um, obviously, you see the diehard kids grinding away, um, working on their game throughout the year. We have a indoor uh, facility with TrackMan, so all of our members can uh, play and practice indoors throughout the off season. But uh, yeah, we're wrapping up, but we still promote the kids. Uh, if mom and dad can bring them out in the evenings or on the weekends, uh, we encourage it. We want them to uh, not throw the clubs into the uh, closet or the garage for the next uh, six months. Let's keep rocking and rolling, uh, grind it out, as we would say. When I was 15, I would go out to Sunset Hills after school and the uh, the pros out there had set up a a uh, hitting area in the front of the bag room, and it wasn't really for like members. <laughs> to, it wasn't really for the, for the members to use. It was for them to go out there and hit balls. But they let me come out there and hit balls. We'd I'd bring a I'd bring music out or somebody have you know we had, we had a tape player going, and me and the assistants we'd have Boom a lot box. of fun. What's that? <laughs> Boombox on the shoulder. Absolutely, of course. It was the mid. It was the mid. It was the early nineties. <laughs> So yeah, that was some some of my best memories are going out are going out there, and just hanging out there for a couple hours, and someone would come have to come pick me up because I wasn't driving yet, and so some my dad or my mom would come get me. My my dad would send one of his secretaries over from the office to the house to pick me up and take me over to the club to hit golf. <laughs> hey Andy, um, what was the uh, tape or CD of choice back then? Hot Rocks, Rolling Stones, that greatest hits tape. Oh, uh, when I was a kid, I would rock out to CNC Music Factory. Well, I, I mean, obviously. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> I caught it. So, yeah. And then, and then as soon as it was, as soon as, it, I mean, back then, see, when you're that, when you're that young, you don't really care, like, how cold it is outside. 
And so no. it'd be like 42 degrees and, you know, I could let, they'd let me take a golf cart down to the range. Cause it was a pretty good haul over to the range from, from the clubhouse. And I go up there and I hit balls outside. I was a, you know, you, you would think for as much as I practiced for as many balls as I hit that I would, that I should, would be just an absolutely outstanding golfer. And I, and I'm not, cause I'm such a freaking head case about it. <laughs> I definitely put the time in. So, um, Lots of stuff to review because, like I said, it's been two weeks since we have uh, since we've gathered, and I would think that the uh, the big the big event to review, and we're actually going to have uh, the winner of the big championship uh, coming up here in segment two, and that's Peter Weaver. He is the winner of the Metropolitan Amateur Championship. Took place at Persimmon Woods on uh, last Monday and Tuesday. Is that right, Kurt Rowley? No, last Thursday through Saturday, August third through the fifth. Yep. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. So, yeah, the 33rd Metropolitan Amateur, um, you know, it's uh, certainly our flagship championship of the year. It's what we, uh, you know, we kind of hang our hat on um, the whole season on on that week. It's 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 the biggest week of the year. And, uh, you know, it's the the championship is, you know, it's the foundation for what the Metropolitan Golf Association was really built on. Um, 30 over 30 years ago, um, you know, that championship is older than what the golf association was, is. And, um, it's, it's the reason why, uh, why the association is, uh, is what it is today, but yeah, Persimmon Woods hosted for the third time in 33 years, uh, every last, uh, 10 years. So 2003, 13 and, and 23, uh, just a great host. Uh, it's a great club, very, uh, you know, a lot of I'd, I'd almost call it the players' club down here in town. There's a lot of really good players out at Persimmon Woods, um, and they had they actually had 18 members I think participate in their compete in the championship last week. But um, yeah, you mentioned it, Peter Weaver. Um, you know, we'll get into it, but uh, the guys had just a remarkable summer, just a heck of a summer, um, maybe one of the best summers in recent history for. Um, for a local amateur, um, he comes out and wins, wins the 33rd amateur, um, to cap off, uh, also winning the, the Missouri state amateur this year. And then just a couple weeks earlier, he won the St. Louis district championship too. So, um, great kid, Bell Reeve, Bell Reeve member. Um, so looking forward to talking with him, but, uh, yeah, just a great week. Um, Pursuant Woods was, uh, was in great shape. Um, it was a good test. We had a little mother nature, uh, kind of got involved a little bit on Thursday morning, right out of the gates. We had a little, about a little hour delay. Um, we actually got two groups off each nine and the second group hadn't even got to their tee balls yet. And we had to blow the horn uh, for a little lightning. And um, so, which was, if you're going to blow a horn, it's nice when you only got two groups on each side to do it and right. not the full field, but, um, but brought them in and just over an hour later, we got them back out and was able to restart and, and uh, actually got the first round in, which was remarkable. It was it was right at dark, but got it in, and never had another delay. And the weather ended up being you know being really good. Had rain overnight each night, um, but so the golf course was was a little wet. But um, shout out to those guys, to Nick Scheibel, the superintendent. He was doing everything he could to to keep the golf course uh, you know in, in a top shape for uh, to conduct this championship. It's a fantastic track. I've had the pro. I know I'm a friend with uh, with a member out there, and he's had me out there a couple of times to play. And it's 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 a lot of fun. It's a lot of walking. It's a lot of walking. Even when when you have a cart, it's a lot of walking. Yeah. Um, but uh, and those guys were and those guys. Is that one of do you do? 
and on all your championship tournaments, do people walk or can, or is it mostly riding? No, this, this one is, we require walking. So they, yeah. they had to, they had to all walk. Yeah. But and, other, uh, other tournaments, can people ride? Yeah, it just depends. Different one. Like our women's championship, our senior championship is riding, but, uh, the, uh, the, our men's championship, our uh, junior championship is walking. Um, so it, it varies. And, you know, our, our, some of our weekend events, like the East Side Amateur, the Normandy Amateur, the Southern Illinois, we, we allow carts in, in those events. So sure. um, all the USJ qualifying rounds, are those are all all walking except for the senior amateurs. But, um, but yeah, so, you know, we'll just, uh, yeah, we'll look forward to talking to Peter here in a little bit. And um, Absolutely, yeah, we'll and, dig uh, more in, we'll dig more into the Metropolitan Amateur Championship when we talk to Peter. For sure. Uh, to the, the pros, the local pros also had their big championship, Kurt Goss. It was the Gateway Section Championship. Uh, what do you know about that? Yeah, so that uh, the Gateway Section Championship uh, was this past Monday and Tuesday over at uh, Winghaven. And um, Brett Mooney uh, pulls out the victory over the two days with uh, two under. Um, looks like he tied, uh, with Shane Blankenship, who's down, uh, in the, uh, Ozarks area. Um, another great player. And, uh, but, uh, Brett gets it with the, uh, playoff. Um, so those couple gentlemen, uh, Rob Sidorsik over at family golf, uh, at one under one shot back at solo third. Um, and then a few guys tied for fourth, but, uh, yeah, for, for the folks that don't know, um, for us, uh, PJ members, club pros, um, the few qualifiers that get through, and again, it's just like Rowie with uh, U.S. Open. It kind of depends on entries and territories. Um, the few that get in, Mumi, uh, Blankenship, Sidorsik, they will uh, have the opportunity uh, later this year, um, or actually I should say probably closer to uh, springtime of 2024, um, to uh, uh, usually it's about 300, a little over 300 uh, PGA professionals um, vying for uh, 20 spots to uh, get in the 2024 uh, PGA championship. So a uh, uh, big shout out to uh, Mumi, Shane, Rob, and I apologize. I don't know. Uh, you, I think Ro, you mentioned, we believe it might be Ryan McClintock. McClintock. Took the yeah. Yeah. He, uh, based on how it falls on the uh, section website. So I apologize. But uh, um, also since we're recapping a few weeks off, uh, we also had our, uh, assistance championship which was at lake forest um at the very tail end of uh july and uh same thing uh it's for the assistance um uh, they will uh, get to uh, move on play for the assistance championship not as much money you they don't get to qualify for the uh pj championship but it's still quite an honor and uh john robertson up at quincy a uh, heck of a player if you don't know john um and a heck of a team up there at uh, Quincy. John uh, finished two under, two-shot victory. Um, John's actually from, uh, I believe, the Winsville area, so uh, kind of near my back door over here. Um, nice guy. And uh, David Mueller from uh, Meadowbrook were your two qualifiers, uh, so we had two spots. Um, so those are kind of the uh, the big championships uh, for our gateway section, or any section, to be honest. So a um, lot going on uh, the past couple of weeks for the pros. So uh, where was the assistance championship? That was actually uh, right down the road from me as well, over at uh, Lake Forest. Uh, oh, was the assistant. So, yeah. ah, home of the home of the former Nike Tour event. Yes, <laughs> many many moons ago when uh, there yeah. wasn't eighty four billion houses out next to me. But yeah, I'm I'm default too because I built a house out in this area nine years ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little cub reporter out there going out there covering that like back in nineteen ninety seven. Got some got credentialed and got to go hang out out there. Oh, nice. Who were some of the big names, Andy? You remember? I don't even remember. I don't even remember. 
I'm sure some of them were became big names on the tour. Didn't uh, didn't Brett Hall play in that one year? I think Brett Hall played in. I think he did too. Familiar, yeah. yeah. But it, I don't know if it was like Forrest or he might have played at the Bluffs too because it moved over to the Bluffs end for yeah. a couple of years afterwards too. So, yeah. but yeah, Brett right. Moomy, congrats to Brett. Yeah, congrats can to we, Brett. Can, can we call friend him friend, friend, friend of the show now? That's, yeah, that's friend, of, been friend on. of the show, Brett Moomy. <laughs> I think we should reach out to him see if he uh, wants to be on next week. That's sure. a big honor. Yeah, that's a can, hell of an event. Big win. Yeah, we can do a we can do a quick hit with him for sure. Yeah. Well, he's been. I, I saw I saw something in his post or something. You know, he's played and i think he said 15 of these now you know so it's like it's like the guys who try to qualify for usg championships you know they play they've been playing 15 20 years and you know to finally make it to to to, to that that's uh that's kudos to brett and uh you know he finally got it done is and he's gonna go play in the in the club club professional championship so and yeah and you never know that i mean brett Mooney could be the next michael block story uh, uh not yeah, even a year be. from now next bay so i mean that's that's awesome to our club pros you know that's a big Excellent. honor so yep and lucky for us he's friend of the show he's fots there you go the ascension charity classic is coming up september 5th through the 10th at norwood hills country club and as part of that the apga tour was at Glen echo country club this past week for a couple of days, a 36 hole event as part of that. And uh, Kurt Rowe, why don't you tell the folks about the APGA tour and what they did? Yeah, just so we touch on a little bit, you know, we had, had this tour in town. This is the second year they, they played last year. Um, I actually was a little, I, I didn't realize it was this week already. That was last week. Um, we, uh, part of our Normandy project that gave us a couple, a uh, couple of uh, pro-am spots for the, on Tuesday. And uh, we actually gave it to another FOTS, Jerome Harris and a buddy of his from Golf St. Louis. They went and played, went and played in the pro-am on Tuesday. But um, I, I assume like last year, it was actually the week of the session. It was like on that Monday, Tuesday at Glen Echo. Um, and here this year, it was, it was a little earlier, you know, cause we got about a month ago. But um, yeah, the, so the APGA tour is a is a small like a develop, developmental tour, um, like plays throughout the season. Small fields. They had fifty two up at Glen Echo, um, and uh, just a couple names that we'll mention: Christian Heavens, who's a, a local uh, East Side guy over there, Fairview Heights. Uh, he played uh, plays regularly on that tour. A couple other guys: Kaimu Johnson, Jared. Uh, I'm sorry, Gabe Lynch. A couple guys have been coming to St. Louis to play in uh, in the Metropolitan Open Championship for uh, a few times, a few years, and uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, I went up there on Tuesday and kind of said hi to Jerome and and to a couple of a couple of those guys. So it was good to see them. Um, and they uh, they already asked me like, "Is the Open back at St. Albans?" And we're we're looking forward. Gabe is all excited about hopefully coming <laughs> back. So, um, but anyway, it's uh, you know they're again it's small fields. You know, they play for they played for thirty thousand dollar purse, ten grand. So Chase Johnson from West Palm Beach took the took on the title today, uh, with scores of 63, 68, 11 under for two days up at Glen Echo. And uh but uh it's a it's good. It's a um majority of the field is uh African American, you know, golfers, young aspiring guys that are trying to, you know, make it out on tour. Um Tim O'Neill, who I think we've talked about earlier. You know, or in another podcast, we've mentioned his name before. He uh, he's played on that tour a few times, and and um, so you know, good luck to those guys. They're 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 trying to make it. Um, you know, probably a Willie Mack. That's another name. It's you know, played on that played on that the APGA tour a few times. But um, you know, just uh, yeah, it was uh, it was good to see them. Uh, you know, get to they played a big Glen Echo, and they'll move on and to uh, another tour event here uh, coming up. Awesome. I was. 
Uh, the I saw some pictures from uh, that from the APG tour event on social media, and people commenting on how cool the finishing 18th hole is there. And when you're playing up towards the clubhouse with the Olympic flag flying yep. in the background, and just and, and kind of the emotions that you feel playing that 18th hole at Glen Echo. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, good stuff. Then uh, finally, as part of our opening segment, we wanted to, to uh, update the folks on Normandy. There were some changes in the plans. Uh, the, the plans were to shut it down on July 31st, and we have, you guys have decided to keep it open. Yeah, so we uh, made that announcement this past week. Um, just we're just not quite, you know. The, our, our goal was hopefully to you know be able to shut down in July, and you know shortly thereafter, you know, start some of the the major, you know, the get the real renovation work started. And we just weren't there yet, so we figured, you know, let's not waste the the good weather and give uh, give the folks and the players, you know, the opportunity to you know get a few more rounds in out at Normandy. So uh, yeah, so it's it's open for the time being. Uh, we don't have a you know, we don't have any kind of date set or, you know, it's set in stone. Um, but uh, so hopefully you know, everybody can get out there and it's, it's, it's still happening. I can, I can assure you that, um, you know, the group is excited and uh, we're, we're continuing, you know, uh, we're making progress and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll keep uh, communicating that uh, progress to, uh, to the golfers. And um, I know an email went out from Walters Golf and we sent the same email, uh, part, partially the same email out from the, from the Metropolitan Golf Association this week as well. And, and, um, so yeah, it's, um, it's all good. And, um, you know, but, uh, yeah, if you don't, if you didn't get that, if you didn't get that last round at Normandy in, now's your chance to get out there. In you fact, I think they got, they got a couple tournaments coming up too. They got a couple tur- tournaments that are opportunities to get out there and play too. So, you know, I, I encourage you to get out there and, and see the, see the place, uh, you know, one last time. What we need is that we need we need one more Bill Norris chili open. There you go, fantastic Bill Norris. But let's let's do it. So Bill's uh, Bill's oh Bill's worked at Normandy for God. Oh Bill, okay, yeah. I don't, I don't know these guys' last names. I know I know Bill. I know you know Purdy. I know all these. All, yeah, I know all these first names. I don't know uh, what Mike D. Last name. Mike D. In the place to be. Yeah. <laughs> The so, whole the, the great Normandy crowd. So yeah, yeah people, people are excited, but when the uh, when the time is right, it will uh, it'll happen with all the dirt moving. So absolutely, uh, yep. You know that you guys will do a good job communicating that out. So Peter Weaver, the winner of the Metropolitan Amateur Championship, coming up next segment two, right here, CNC Golf Factory Podcast, right here on the St. Louis Podcast Network. Welcome back, CNC Golf Factory Podcast, St. Louis Podcast Network. Don't forget to subscribe and like on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on the interwebs. We are on uh, – I got to scroll up here. It's been so long since I've talked about it. <laughs> I don't have it uh, memorized anywhere. Instagram and Twitter at CC underscore golf underscore factory. And then on Facebook, C plus C Golf Factory. It is the CNC Golf Factory Podcast. All things local golf and mo- what's more local golf than talking about the MAGA Metropolitan Amateur Championship. We are joined by the winner of the tournament. He is going to be a senior at Villanova. He is all Big East first team. He has the uh, best career scoring average at Villanova. His name is Peter Weaver. Hey, Peter, what's going on, man? Hey, guys. How you doing? Peter, I understand you've had a pretty cool summer on top of winning the Metropolitan Amateur Championship. What kind of uh, other fun things have you been up to this year? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, definitely a lot of golf, a lot of fun tournaments. Um, my family's taking a trip to Cancun with um, that. We did that for uh, 
five or six days. Um, been down to Houston, visited a friend. Um, just got back from a day trip to down to Dalhousie with a friend. So oh, had, a, had a good time this summer and played a lot of good golf. Dalhousie is an amazing place. Dalhousie's great. Yeah, I always love like, going down there. When I go down there, I feel like there's like an aura of something down there. It's just you, you just feel weird. And then that cheeseburger in the shack <laughs> is just ridiculous. Didn't, oh. didn't didn't have that. Um, you didn't, oh, man, you got to get a burger down there. It's fantastic. <laughs> Had a smoothie on the way back. But. There, well, that's a little more healthy. <laughs> Peter, hey, thanks for coming on with us this, this evening. And, uh, you know, congratulations again on, uh, you know, winning the, the 33rd Metropolitan Amateur last weekend at Persimmon Woods. Um, you know, I just let's let's go back to last Saturday or, you know, Thursday or Friday, you know, just talk about it. Let's, let's talk, you know, let's recoup a little bit, you know, what happened over those three days. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you, you came out on top, you know, seven under total after three days. But, you know, just uh, what was what was going right? What was uh, what was working for you to uh, you know continue your fine play this summer? Yeah, I guess the tournament started Thursday, played, played pretty good, played pretty well on Thursday, shot four under 67. Um, hit the ball really well. I feel like it, maybe it could have been a couple, two or three better um, if I made a couple more putts. But I feel like you say that after every every solid round you play. Um, Friday hit the ball pretty similar. Um, putts didn't quite drop um, as they did on on Thursday, but made a good uh, good finish with a birdie par eagle finish, which was cool to get to sneak in one under on the day. Um, and that gave me a lot of a lot of confidence going into the final round, knowing that you know I shot two solid rounds under par and was only three back of the lead going into that final round on Saturday. And you know if I kept hitting it well and a couple putts went my way, I I knew I'd have a decent chance uh, come the end of it. Yeah, I know you said uh, yeah. Look, looking back at like the the interview that my team did with you afterwards, there on the stand, um, you had had a chance to take a look at the trophy and you know some of the names that are on the Jim Tom Blair Trophy. I, mm-hmm. I'm assuming you've you've had an opportunity to go back and look. Well, maybe you haven't because I've got the base because I'm going to get it engraved. But ho- hopefully, maybe you've you looked it up and you know see you know some of the names that you've joined on that trophy now. What's uh, mm-hmm. you know, have, what's what's that mean to you? You know, to be able to to capture. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously, I'm. You know, I guess I'm a little self-serving here, but we what we feel <laughs> is the is the premier, you know, amateur championship in the in our region. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I feel very much the same way. The Metropolitan, you guys do a great job at, at running all these tournaments, and the the AM is always a special one to play in each summer. Um, yeah, I know a lot of guys, a lot of top players in the area, always always play in that event, and and I've come up, come on, come out on top. Um, winning that tournament and it's it feels really cool to be in that company and, and win the same tournament that all those other guys did hey peter um yeah just honestly picking back off uh kurt here i mean obviously uh kudos huge win you uh, a couple other victories big victories uh this year for you earlier this summer um so entering your final year i'm guessing you'll probably be heading back to school if you're not already there within the next week or so um what's uh what's on the uh horizon for a uh, senior year or uh i guess the fall season over at villanova yeah i get i get to nova in about a week and a half um but yeah we have our first tournament uh at colgate which we've that's a nice course up in up in upstate new york played that a couple times um don't know my best finish there but it's i know it's a it's a fun course it just got redone a lot of the bunkers were redone um but hopefully do well there i know we have tournaments 
see, we got a Bucknell, we got a Long Island's event, um, two more events that I can't I can't think of off the top of my head. But yeah, a lot of a lot of good things hopefully to come. We have Coop Pamers. Uh, he was a freshman last year. He won Freshman of the Year um, in Big East. Uh, he was a Big East second team guy, which was really cool to have a nice a, a solid freshman and and cool to have him coming back. So should should be a, a fun year and a cool way to go out um for my college career let me uh let me ask you real quick uh with uh weather up there uh, uh kind of getting cold earlier compared to other parts of the country uh do you guys have a nice uh, solid indoor facility to keep the game fresh uh throughout the uh off season and the cold days yeah we um we just got one on campus starting my sophomore second semester so we've had it for about a year and a half now. Um, we have two two simulator bays with the foresight technology in there, um, and then a little locker room area um, that we all have our individual lockers and we put our clubs there and stuff. Um, but it's it's definitely helped. Um, like you like you said, it's, it it gets very cold in the November to March time frame, so it's it's really nice to have something on campus to be able to practice in and and hit as many balls as you want. Uh, yeah. Being a senior, do you get to enjoy some of the fun stuff of college uh, this year, or, or is it kind of all golf all the time? <laughs> uh, it's I wouldn't say it's always all golf all the time, but I don't know if I don't know if senior year will be too much different. I'm I am taking less uh, less coursework in my in my uh, major, so that that might be that might give me a little more extra time to to, to do other other stuff other than golf. But uh, well, sure, it'll still be a lot of golf. What are you studying? I'm studying mechanical engineering. Very cool. Wow. And what do you What do you want to do with that when you grow up? <laughs> That's a great question. I'm I'm also an aerospace minor, so something <laughs> something along those lines would be would be really cool. Especially wow. with all the with Boeing being in St. Louis, that would yeah. be a really cool spot to, to end up. So we got a, so we're, basically we have a rocket scientist on the show. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> hey. Cool. Gotta have, gotta have the first one. So the second yeah. one's got a little something. I got a question for you. So Villanova's in the Philadelphia area. There's a lot of great golf in Phil in Philadelphia. What do you have? A, do you have a home course, or is there where where mm-hmm. do you get to play some of your golf uh, when you're practicing up in, uh, yeah. up in the Philly this, area? This year we'll we'll have I guess kind of like three home courses. We play a course called Radnor Valley Country Club close to campus. We'll have St. David's um, Golf Club also really close to campus, and then we. Play at a place called Lulu Country Club um, okay. a lot, so so we got a good mix, and we'll and this this coming semester we'll get out to a lot of the top courses in the area too on the weekends and whatnot. But but yeah, we get to play a lot of a lot of good courses. Fall and a spring season for you uh, this year. Correct. Yeah, we'll have five tournaments in the fall, and um, just got off the phone with my coach. Looks like we'll have five five in the spring as well. I'm assuming an NCAA championship is probably on your radar. How are you feeling about that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we need to to win the, win conference to get to regionals, so that's definitely a, a main goal of ours. Um, but yeah, that would be that would be really cool to get to regionals and and hopefully do well there. How about a personal? How about a how about personal goals? <laughs> personal goals. Uh, yeah, winning winning. Um, Winning conference would be cool to get to to go to regionals myself, um, and then Big East Player of the Year is always uh, always in mind. Um, and then you know just winning a couple of tournaments, playing as well as I can, um, you know all the normal stuff. 
Good. Hey, hey Peter, real quick. And I, uh, obviously you said you've got to, uh, play some, uh, big name places in that area. Um, away from St. Louis, favorite golf course you've ever played. That's yeah. I, um, I played whistling Straits twice and that's, that's always the one I go to. I, I love that place. Yeah. Tough track. Aaron Hills, Aaron Hills is really cool too, but whistling Straits for me always, always takes it. Yeah. What are cool, some, cool place. What are, some of your, what are some of your favorite tracks in St. Louis? Uh, oh, I, I love persimmon. I played persimmon, uh, you know, quite a bit growing up with a, with Obviously. a buddy who, who uh, <laughs> belonged out there. Um, you know, I play Bell Reve a lot. That's awesome. St. Louis, I used to caddy out there, caddy out there for a couple summers and played out there quite a bit on uh, on Mondays. Uh, Meadowbrook just just played well there. That place is always cool. St. Albans, both courses out there. Haven't played Tavern in a while, but um, you know, Lewis and Tavern always always fun to get out to. So yeah, we have a lot of good golf in St. Louis, and it's it's cool to be able to play. You know, a lot of the most of them and a lot of the good ones uh, in these local tournaments. Very cool. Awesome. Very good. Um, guys, got any, anything else you want to ask Peter? I, you know, again, I just want to say thank you for, uh, you know, taking a little time here this evening, coming on, talk a little bit about your, about your win and, um, you know, good luck. Uh, good luck with the upcoming uh, season up at Villanova. And, um, Hopefully uh, we'll be seeing you back, uh, you know, defending some titles in 2024, um, <laughs> you know, with the, with your championships. So. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Play, play well this year. Yeah. Thank awesome. you. That is Peter Weaver. He is the winner of the Metropolitan Amateur Championships joining us here and the CNC Golf Factory podcast right here on the St. Louis Podcast Network. Wrapping up the show on the next segment right after this. We'll talk to you in just a minute. Hang tight. Back here for the final segment, CNC Golf Factory podcast right here, St. Louis podcast network, Kurt Rowey, Kurt Goss, I'm Andy Hanselman. A uh, one of the last, kind of one of the last uh, USGA qualifiers coming up uh, this Monday, Kurt Rowey. It is the uh, the Mid Am qualifier. Yeah, US Mid Am qualifying this coming Monday out at Forest Hills Country Club. Um, Mid Am is for the uh, 25 and older crowd. Um, we've got uh, we've got we've got. May, I, I'm pretty sure the largest field I've ever had. We've got 132 players. Um, going to play for five spots on Monday out at, uh, out at Forest Hills. Um, I don't think I've ever had that many. I know a number of years ago, we even had it at Bell Reve and I think we had a, we might've had a hundred. So to get to 132 is, uh, and I really can't figure it out. You know, I can't figure out why the only it's, uh, the championship is at sleepy hollow up in New York, which is, um, never been to sleepy hollow, but it's a, it's mcdonald rainer um gym up there and uh i think that's what's doing it because i've talked to several we we had a waiting list we've had two waiting lists i've opened it up i went from 120 i took another 12 people and and um anyway we've got 132 so um and quite a field it's uh it's pretty strong in fact uh skip text me yesterday and was like looking at it and he's like five spots is not going to be easy in this field this is uh this is it's strong. We got guys, um, got all the good players from the area. Um, Brad Nursky's coming from St. Joe, you know, other guys from around the state. Um, I'll shout one name out there, John O'Donnell. If you guys don't know, Johnny O, D Johnny O is coming to St. Louis to play. Uh, wow. Monday. Yeah. So, uh, um, so yeah, I'm excited to see him. He's actually, he's getting in town tomorrow. Tomorrow I heard. 
Um, I love my but, uh, I love my Johnny O shirts. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, it'd be good to see Johnny. He's he's a super guy, and uh, you know he's he's got some St. Louis ties, family wise, and anyway. But uh, he actually played in the he qualified played in the U.S. Senior Open this year too, up at uh, Century World um, earlier this year. So good player, L.A. Country Club member, and um, so he was out there for the Open. But anyway, um, it, it should be it should be a great day. The weather looks fantastic. Um, Forest Hills is in unbelievable shape i hear that they are doing a, some bunker project they're doing the billy bunker thing um so we might have a couple bunkers maybe that uh, aren't going to be quite ready but uh rest of the golf course i hear is uh fantastic i'm excited i'm get out there tomorrow to do some course setup stuff but uh yeah so uh yeah the mid ams uh, it's a it's 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 a big uh big championship and uh, it's uh should be a good day on monday to to find five guys to go play in that championship do you know the superintendent of Sleepy Hollow so you and I can go up there and play a uh, a, a, a round to uh, make sure that we can talk about it correctly on the podcast? I, I don't, but uh, I'm sure we can find that out. I can uh, we can make some inquiries. So, but, yeah. Hey, we're yeah. we're coming up. We're we're coming up. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fly to wherever we need to go, and we're gonna go play Sleepy Hollow. That'd be yeah. Fun. So That'd Sleepy be- Hollow, Andy, you remember the one the one part three at Blue Mound? Uh, I forget what number one. The one had the the part three down the hill had the bunker the kind of surrounding all around it. Yes. Yeah. So that that's like if you look up Sleepy Hollow, if you Google it, you'll probably come up with that hole. That's what's like the name of, what is that one called again? Uh, the hole or the yeah? yeah what's the the name of that type of hole that they? Yeah, use? I don't I don't remember the name. Unfortunately, I remember it either. For the but life. if you Google, if you look up Sleepy Hollow and look at images, a lot of yeah. times that's the image you see is that they've got a par three with the similar, and their their green is like square almost. It's oh like really? Green. Yeah, and the. And the bunker the bunker goes completely around it um tight uh, onto you, it so you got to see the uh before and after because before they had a boatload of trees behind it and i don't yes. think you could see the river or the lake that's, or whatever it is correct yep yeah that's where uh pj tour player cam young his dad was the club pro until yes. i think just recently he retired i think i think you're right yep you're absolutely right cam young my my one and done pick this week i have no idea what he did today but let's go um <laughs> So anyway, yeah, that's uh, that's what we got uh, got going um, this coming week. Let me tell you, Sleepy Hollow's high rent district, boys. Oh yeah. <laughs> mhm. Mhm. Initiation fees uh, probably pushing seven figures. I'm guessing. So you think seven, huh? A lot of those courses up there, Andy, are pushing a million dollars to get your foot in the door. Like Baltus Rolling and uh, I worked Dan Hicks. Remember where they just had the U.S. Open a couple of years ago. Uh, uh, Wingfoot, Wingfoot, yeah. Possibly. I mean, a lot. I mean, I know a lot uh, up uh, in New York. Yeah, or for sure. I mean, I can look it up. Doesn't mean it's going to be right because it's on the internet. But right. um, um, I don't know. I'm sure it's not cheap. That's for sure. Yeah, Rowie, I do remember that par three. I'm looking at it right now, a picture of it, and that is a gorgeous setting with that lake in the background there. It's the Hudson River. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, it, it, Sleepy Hollow is up north. It's north, you know, north. Yeah, it's Westchester County. Yeah, but yeah, that's the Hudson River now that you see that it's in the wow. background. Yeah, Man, we we gotta we gotta get up there. Maybe Pretty one of the best logos in the business too. Yes. It oh, is it really? Logo. Yeah. Yes. You you guys are giving me goosebumps now. I gotta get up there. Yeah. It is, let's it, it is a great logo. Let's go. Let's, let's go. I got yeah. I got I got Southwest points. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, oh, that is a cool logo. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. We might I'm next to uh, Peter Weaver. I might make that the uh, the show logo for the week. It's not too shabby. There you go. Yeah, I, I like that idea. That's pretty cool. <clears throat> uh, Kurt Goss uh, is the uh, Gateway Section Team Championship coming up. When's that happening? And where's it ha- where's, where's it happening? And what's the who, what, where, when, how? Yeah, Andy, we have that uh, coming up this Monday. Uh, sponsored by uh, Sterling Cut Glass. I'll give a shout out to uh, Charlie Keel. Um, uh, rep here in the midwest uh charlie's a rock star um sterling cut glass maui gem um so a little shout out there charlie thank you for all you do um but yeah this monday down uh, at a place we just mentioned earlier down at dalhousie another gym uh just a couple hours away from us um but yeah that's a team event um I'm on the section site, but I don't see the actual pairings or the teams just showing me the uh, players that are signed up. So, um, but yeah, that uh, is uh, this Monday, and I believe it's 36 holes. But uh, you gonna I tee won't. It up? What's that? You gonna tee it up? I am not. Um, uh, the little one here uh, is starting second grade this Monday. So uh, uh, mom and dad are going to drop her off and then uh, dad's going to go get an oil change. So uh, fun, fun day <laughs> off and do some laundry. Yeah. Um, I might do some packing. I'm going somewhere special uh, in uh, seven and a half days. So yeah, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to preview that next week during the show. So we can't wait to tell all the listeners about that. Finally, uh, Roe, your Sobe cup playoffs are going on. Tell the uh, folks about the Sobe cup and what's going on there. Yeah, quick mention the the Thomas Sobe Cup, uh, formerly known as the Metropolitan Cup, it's kind of our it's our season long team team competition, team matches, team uh, interclub matches. Uh, we started back in April with uh, fifty two teams, fifty two, uh, I'm sorry, fifty four, fifty four teams, um, and we got down to uh, which are we're set up in eighteen divisions, and we got eighteen division winners that get into the playoffs, single elimination playoffs now, uh, that that have started and kicked off uh, this uh, well, really August one, so just uh, just over a week ago. So, yeah, we'll get down to uh, to a, a winner here in um, well September fifteenth. The fifteenth is uh is the final four day is what we call it, and uh, we'll uh, we'll have a decide that winner out at the legends on the, on the 15th. But uh, yeah, the Sobe cup's been a long time, longstanding, you know, championship. And uh, we've um, changed name, changed the name up to the Sobe cup uh, a few years ago after uh, Tom Sobe, um, who was a longtime board member of the golf association and just all around super guy. And uh, when, when we lost, when we lost Sobe, um, we, uh, we uh, renamed uh, that championship after him, and and uh, thought could cost possibly maybe our one of our best looking trophies um, is now the Sobe Cup, and uh, so yeah, well, um, I don't think we haven't had any matches, uh, any of the first couple matches played yet, but we'll uh, we'll start getting into that uh, over the next couple weeks to uh, decide that. So. Good stuff, guys. Thank you very much to Peter Weaver for joining the show. Make sure you guys uh, Google him and follow him through his uh, senior year out at Villanova with uh, aspirations of all kinds for a fantastic young man and a hell of a golfer. So that wraps up this episode for Kurt Rowey, for Kurt Goss. I'm Andy Hanselman. Thank you so much for listening to the CNC Golf Factory Podcast right here on the St. Louis Podcast Network. Content on the St. Louis Podcast Network is 100% human created.